Okay, hi. Welcome to Storybud. I don't am shout. sweating. I'm sweating. Um, we are. <laughs> would like to thank Near FM for letting us use their studios. We uh, are in a new studio today, which we didn't haven't used before, and um, it's pretty small and hot. Yeah, but there's a radiator in here, which is astonishing <laughs> to me. <laughs> Um, we have to post a photo of it. And Paul is who is like our safety guide, who's usually there to help us with any technical issues, uh, isn't here today because it's a Sunday. And we've had all the technical issues. We've never had a problem before, really. Just but press the button. Yeah. Um, but this time uh, we've been here for an hour and 10 minutes and we still don't even really know if this is recording properly. <laughs> and I am sitting on the microphone. Um, so, We've been send- yeah. sending videos to a friend of ours who uh, has tried to help us, but... He asked, told us to turn the thing on and off again, which set us back 20 minutes because we didn't know where the password was for the computer. Anyway, it's funny that this should happen because uh, we, we're going to discuss awkward situations that we found <laughs> ourselves in today. And I mean, Kira, I think you're sitting so very far away from that mic. I, mean, I, cannot, I won't be able to do it if I have to be this <laughs> I mean, I'm my lips. To the mic my lips are. are just about touching the mic, and Kira is, let's say, half a foot away. <laughs> I can't. Sure, you know my voice is this, louder. So this it's fine. is the first time we've been in a studio with padded walls as well, and I can tell why because this studio is insane. <laughs> so, so hot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and it smells of feet. But I've actually stopped smelling the feet now. Have you? I, it's better than the other night. She's crying now. It's just Don't yeah. conserve your energy anyway, Don't okay. be putting more Carbon dioxide in here already <laughs> <laughs> And I'm stripped off To like my vest as well uh, Anyway uh, We will put lots of photos up And thanks again To the <laughs> FM For hosting us We miss you Paul Yeah Where is Paul uh, Anyway So What the theme of this week Thankfully is Being in awkward situations Uh so this is really awkward <laughs> it's about the size of a small lift <laughs> now there's only two of us in here you could probably fit four people in here Standing, but they'd all be touching standing. houses you could yeah. uh, Jess has been in twice to the people in the other studios to ask for help <laughs> <laughs> with a no look they're all like studio four no I'm not going in there <laughs> Anyway, on we go. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> Most awkward situation you've ever found yourself in, aside from this. Okay. So mine was when I was about 13. Uh, I was in a fairground. It's awkward already. Yeah. 13. Yeah. Super awkward. Um, With a, a guy that I fancied and we went on a... It's like... like Teacup, the teacup thing, but for oh, no. adults. So you get yeah. you get locked in. To wet yourself. I totally wet myself. Yeah. <gasps> I don't know this story. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe it was spinning and spinning and spinning, and I just couldn't, and I pissed all over the seat. Oh my yeah. god! So I was wearing like beige cords, so there was no hiding it. So we got off, and this. So guy you didn't said, get it on him. He was like, you got the seats soaking. And he put his hand on the seat, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope I never heard this story. he just looked over at me and I was like, yeah, just 
I'm gonna die. Um, Bright red. Just beyond. Yeah, I was wearing a shirt, uh, so I had to take off my shirt and kind of try and wrap it around. It was just silent, just silence, and we had to. Do you think he knew? Yeah, fucking knew. Like my trousers were soaked through, and I then he was more concerned about how much piss he had on his hand because he had just (laughs) put his hand in it, and we had to walk home for. Wow, I feel like I can't tell any stories. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, we never got together. Yeah. No. That could have been a real icebreaker. <laughs> you know, Not when you're 13. It's pretty intimate. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah, that is bad. Um, so that, I think that's my low <clears throat> point. Yeah, that's a good one. But um, so I feel freer now with, you know, well, not anymore, obviously, because I'm married, but with, you know, men. Just like, yeah, cool, I've pissed myself in front of somebody I liked, so I can't get any worse than that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do remember a lot of times in school, but people like getting their period and stuff in school and having to walk around and be like, or leave the class or whatever. And I don't know how that's ever going to not be embarrassing or, but it really shouldn't be. I think anything to do with bod- bodily fluid. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Um, is always embarrassing for men or women. Yeah. Like even when you're like, ah, oh, you have a nosebleed. People are like, oh. you know, yeah. it's a weird thing to, or you have a hair here. Oh God, or a nosebleed. That reminds me of a good one where I had a nosebleed in work, and uh, I was totally stressed out. It used to happen to me in a stressy way. My blood pressure would go up, I think, and my nose would bleed. Anyway, and I just didn't have time this day to be dealing with a nosebleed. And I knew, like, if I got a nosebleed, it wasn't going to go after two minutes. I I get them bad. And uh, the nurse, honestly, it was on a commercial shoot and the nurse was like completely freaked out. Like she was panicking. And I was like, it's fine. I just need to sit down for a minute. And anyway, it wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. And we were in a boys school. That was the location. And uh, <clears throat> I remember sitting on the bench, uh, whatever, trying to hold my nose. And I think I had an ice pack maybe on the back of my neck or on my nose. I don't know. Wouldn't stop bleeding and she was going, okay, well, where's the nearest hospital? I was like, nobody's going to hospital. Calm down. And also, you should know where the nearest hospital is. You're the <laughs> and then uh, it she ended up putting tampon up my nose, cutting a tampon in half. Is that a real half. thing? Apparently so, but the, the tampon then starts to swell. Yeah. Uh, and then I took them out and I remember like, because I was in a boys school, putting like tampons soaked in blood in the bin was just like too much. And my my colleague at the time, I won't name and shame him, but was just like taking photos. He was wetting himself. So then she was like, I've got an idea. I'll put like, it was like the freeze version of deep heat uh, to like constrict blood vessels. So she put that on a new tampon and put that up my nose. But like the fumes of that made me sneeze and my nose was completely plugged. So blood came out of my eye socket. <gasps> what? And that, did she faint then? Did you have to call an ambulance for her? <laughs> I think it stopped soon after, but I was like, oh my God. We're like, that's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, can I get blood on you? Yeah. But also, if you can imagine sneezing when your nose ah! is completely blocked, it's like your whole head, like my ears and everything. It's like, <laughs> there's no blood coming out my ears. But yeah, that was that was an ordeal. Um, but it, I actually wasn't that awkward about that, but it was just a mad situation. Uh, <laughs> Again. Uh... I think that one of the most awkward thing places it, or the most potential for awkwardness is airplanes. Oh yeah. 
Um, and everybody's going, everybody's not, like most people are up to high dough on an airplane. Yeah. I certainly am. Uh, but I I had to travel from Kampala in Uganda to Dublin. And it was New Year's Eve, and a late night flight. And the guy, I just remember the guy beside me was, I'd say he was seven foot, which is fine. But, you know, it was pretty close quarters. And he just smelt like absolute, like he just smelt like a turd. He just smelt like he hadn't yeah. wiped oh, his ass for a week. Oh, we've talked about that before. But uh, so that was, the, but that was only the beginning of the. He was full of chat. Do you know that way? Um, oh yeah, New Year's Eve. Blah 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 blah. Like, oh, I'm just gonna watch. I'm gonna try and watch a movie. Uh, it smelled like so. He smelled of shit. His breath smelled of I don't know what Bad fish breath. maybe. Um, he was huge. And he took off his shoes, his shoes and his socks, and there wasn't just an extra stank. Um, so, apart from the awkwardness of him trying to chat to me, then at midnight they came around with little tumble, tumbles of uh, or thimblefuls of uh, champagne, basically, or some piss water. And he was going in for the hug. I was like, "No, thanks." <laughs> Happy New Year! Kiss, oh God! It's like, uh, <laughs> and you're—I was like strapped into my seat, and he's reaching over twice oh, my yes. size. Yeah, like, oh no, no, no. I think no. I usually go if I've just met somebody, or even if I have never met them before, I usually go for a hug because I'm like, ah, oh, we'll just have a hug. And not, everyone, not everyone's okay with that. Not, no, not. But the but the worst is when you go like, and you're you're at the point where you're kind of halfway into the hug, and you know that the other person's like, please don't hug me. Yes. It's too late to be like retracting it. <laughs> or you'll go to hug them, and they'll literally be like grabbing <laughs> your hand to shake it. Um, My sister was at a really uh, formal <clears throat> board meeting uh, of some big group of business people uh, and she didn't know anybody but when the first when she came in when the first guy stood up she thought that she thought he was just being super friendly and she thought he was coming to give her a kiss but he wasn't but she had already gone for it then oh, <laughs> like God, 18 yeah. people there and then she had to go because he was so like whoa yeah uh, then she had to pretend that this is just the way she greeted everybody yeah. so she had to go around to 18 people and be like oh, hello I'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, who's this one? I remember that one time in work. There was like a load of girls hanging around on set or whatever. And there was, they were like standing in a line essentially. And this one of the guys from the crew came over and was like hugging all the girls. Um, and then at the end of the line of girls, there happened to be like this producer who was like in his mid 60s and quite reserved English guy. And again, he just had to hug him because he hugged everyone else and it was awkward. But it was so, honestly, it took about 10 seconds. The whole interaction was like, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, and like arms out. And then they ended up shaking hands in the end. And the, the guy, the colleague of mine, I still, every time I see him, I do like a fake awkward hug. I just can't. It's, it's gone on for so long now. It was horrific. Um, but what about, <clears throat> so uh, one of the, not my last job, but the job before that, I had been there about a month and went from my desk past, I don't know, five people to the printer and past all those five people again. Uh, no, and then I went, so I had have gone to the bathroom. So anyway, I passed about 10 people oh. um, and it had been about two hours since I'd been to the bathroom. Oh no, and I know it's going. 
yeah, when I was at the photocopier, I was like, is that, it's pretty breezy. And I had my skirt tucked into my pants. Did you have tights on? I had tights, but I, I feel like that made it worse. Uh, I had to go back into my boss and I was like. Did you not have told me? I was like, my fucking skirt was He was laughing his head off and he's like, I swear I didn't know. And I was just raging. I went out to everybody and be like, did you know I had my skirt tucked into my pants? Like, ah. But people just don't, they can't cope with telling you. I, although I can't think of a time when I've said to somebody, you've got a ba ba ba. You know, mm. like, you've got a, I don't know, you're lettuce in low. your teeth. Yeah. Or, yeah, you've got food in your beard. Or do you ever think you're looking at somebody and you're, you think they're trying to tell you that there's something wrong with your face? Because <laughs> no, they're but rubbing I've, something on their face. No, but I've done that to other people where I'm like, oh my God, the, the, the spot or the whatever. I can't stop looking at whatever's on their face. Yeah. And, they're like, and you're I like, know. And licking they, your teeth. Like, and oh, then they uh, respond and they're like, I know, the spot's massive. And you're like, oh God, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm really paranoid. And I start people. blushing. I've gotten better now, but I used to blush like if anybody would talk to me practically. And if it was like, yeah. I remember one time one of the actors in work who we were we were new, we were starting a new job and the actor, the lead actor came in and he was like ridiculously good looking. And there was me and two of the makeup girls and one of them dropped her bag of brushes on the floor. Just in the in all in, of Yeah, just like stop. Yeah. And I was just like sweating and blushing really hard. Like, like you are right now. Yeah. Probably at the memory. <laughs> no, because we're in this studio. At the memory of a few things I'll still blush talking about them. Um but yeah, and that's awful because you you're, you have to keep talking to them and you're like, surely they have good to looking, acknowledge. I've never been. I do that all the time, even if the person's not that good looking. Or like, I'll like, do I'm it. I'm going to drop this because I'm so. <laughs> I, I didn't drop it, but I'll do it if, say, I meet somebody that I used to go to primary school with, out of the blue. I could be male or female, and they're like, "Hi," and then I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I going to say to them?" Oh my god, Hi. do I have something in my teeth? Oh my god, I can't stop looking at their moles. <laughs> not even, <laughs> just like I'm awkward to talk to them because it's been twenty five yeah. years and. I just get really uncomfortable. And eye contact is another thing that I can be really bad at evading. <laughs> yeah, eye contact is mm. hardcore. Mm. <clears throat> I, I do find that that I wonder whether you should keep eye contact. Oh, it's so hard. hard. I, I was now in the I'm car. I'm awkward with you. I think I was, that's because our noses are touching. But I was in the car. I think I was telling you this on the way over to, I think it was to you. And it was traffic so I was like crawling along by a car's length at a time oh, yeah. and the other car would catch up whatever and you know the way you look you glance over at the other people in the car beside you and there's a car full of men and they were just being really sleazy and staring at me and making me feel uncomfortable and I was like I wish I could just stare back at them I couldn't do it I couldn't stay staring for more than like three yeah. seconds and then it's awful because you're like la 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 pretend like I act and what do I normally do when I'm not being watched you know you're trying to kind of let on that they're not and they're probably laughing even more because it's like really obvious that they're watching you and they're making you uncomfortable yeah. and then I'd move forward and be out of the way and then they'd pull back up beside me and it was like oh, it went on for about 15 minutes but you know the way there's some people who are <clears throat> super starey and I don't think they're I don't think they're being I'm, those people are obviously being sleazy but do you know there's some people who who really keep eye contact remember there was a guy who you worked with I met oh, him yeah. for about yeah. four minutes. And I was like, what is he? Like, I met him the other day. I was thinking of you. Oh, did you? Jesus, uh, like, he's been intense. There are people who are And he's just... handsome though as well. He was, yeah. I can think of another guy that I work with now who if he listens to this will be like, oh, they're talking about me. But the handsome <laughs> one. It's not you. Um, 
I'd, I wonder why they just really intensely just stare at your face. And you know, there's like men as well who are like, know that they're attractive and... They're just checking to see if you're staring at their face. But they're like, they think everybody fancies them. Yeah. I definitely know a few. Like we have a friend who, uh, and I've used it so much now that all my other friends, my friend's friend use it, but we used to go out for for brunch every Sunday and he would just like flirt with the waitresses and it was just really uncomfortable for everyone. And we'd be like, please stop doing that. Like, just leave it. And his answer was, it's not my fault. She has eyes. <laughs> um, and we kind of enjoy that kind of, you know, dynamic between him and what I don't know, women enjoy it too, but I'm not one of those. I'd just be like, oh my God, stop. Stop flirting with me. Yeah. But, uh, <coughs> he, just, he can't help it. Um, <clears throat> but what about... I remember a friend of mine, she got her haircut. I went with her. We were maybe 15 or 16. And she had beautiful long hair and she wanted a short pixie cut. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And we came out of the, And I couldn't. <laughs> like, I just couldn't. She was bawling. And the hairdresser, she had bawled in front of the hairdresser. And the hairdresser said, I don't think it this was will awful. suit you. It was like, Before she honestly, it. Rod Stewart. It was really spiky. It was, was it like that episode of Friends? Oh, Demi Moore, not Dudley Moore. <laughs> uh, and she was really, really upset, and I couldn't stop laughing. It was like I, about twenty minutes ago. Oh God, that's hard. I was hysterical, tears running down my face. She was bawling, uh, and I couldn't. That's. Yeah. We went home. I went went home with her, and the whole family it was that really silent. Just. Oh God. Yeah. Do you have any photos? Oh, I'm sure we do. <laughs> well, I got a fringe and it didn't suit me. And my brother, one time, I remember, I had, I'd had it for like three weeks and I got home. Uh, I was living with my brother and he was laughing his ass off. I was like, oh, hiya, hi. And I was like, are you stoned? Like, what? And he was like, no, I just forgot about the fringe. <laughs> oh, uh, Thanks. My sister again, she, so she's red hair like me, but she went into... Men will get confused now, I think, by this conversation, but your eyelashes are the things that are attached to your eyelids, which, you know, are supposed to protect things from going into your eyeball. And then your eyebrows. I think you're, she's explaining, <laughs> woman's explaining a bit much there. No. By underestimating our male listeners. Eyebrows are the ones on top of your eyes, as in. To stop your forehead sweat from rolling <laughs> yeah. down. Okay. So she went in to get her eyelashes tinted because people with red hair have really fair eyelashes. And the Sidebar. One... After you finish the story, okay. get your eyelashes. Uh, she, she, the woman finished the job and then showed her in the mirror and she dyed her eyebrows black. jet black. <laughs> <laughs> and my Were sister they blue black linking to last week was like oh oh uh, my eyebrows are black she's like yeah you said you wanted tinted eyebrows and she's like, no I, I'm pretty sure I said eyelashes but anyway so there's nothing that could be done that could she not feel it I don't know what because they clean they clean around your eye and okay. stuff but um and it takes six weeks for that stuff to come out so she had to go into work and uh no, but everybody was just like, hi. Oh she looks like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> but she was at a dinner and she, this guy was just staring and staring and staring at her. Off. I know, she would have been better off. Um, but he, he met her maybe <laughs> two Eugene months Levy. later and he was like, oh, you look much better. 
He was like, I didn't know how to touch you with your eyebrows. Oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> it's awful when it's something on your face as well. Like, Yeah. But do you remember the time you got your eyelashes tinted? And my eyes glued together. So, yeah, I got my eyelashes tinted in. It was on an indoor <gasps> sun chair. Apologies. I should have known. Uh, in Donegal. Um, so I woke up the next day and I couldn't open my eyes. Uh... And yeah, I was I was like a blind, and I felt around, and it was all crunchy. Um, oh God! And gross, and it was a massive infection from whatever had happened. And then it was Jess's mother's funeral, <laughs> two days later, and oh, I had to go. And people were like, "God, you are so, like, can you just keep your shit together for Jess?" I was like, "I have a massive eye infection." <laughs> So, um, oh, yeah, I got a good slagging what from Jess's family on after that. Uh, probably antibiotic drops, but I haven't had it done since then. And <laughs> I mean, I should have been paranoid enough, given that my sister had her whole face dyed black. But um, oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Oaks. I remember I was living with somebody who was a surgeon, training to be a surgeon. And uh, so a big thing with them is their nails can never be painted and they have to be short and their hands have to be clean when they scrub in and whatever all the time and she was dying a pair of jeans black and she had latex gloves there's a hole in one of the gloves oh. and her whole hand like up to the wrist was black oh and she's like I so don't she going to surgery it looked like some sort of skin condition she was like I have a surgery and I'm, sh- I'm not going to be allowed and she was still training uh, no actually what we used to get it off which is a makeup artist trick was shaving foam Mm. So shaving foam will get off foam will get off stains from your skin nine times out of ten. What just about your eyebrows? Don't know about that. I wouldn't put shaving foam. Just shave them off. <laughs> Did you see? Have you? See, you don't have normal TV, but there's an ad at the minute for something, some sort of gadget to like just trim your eyebrows. I was like, that is the scariest thing. No, but I am fascinated by men. There's a, I can't remember who was saying that they go to like a barber and get a shave and whatever. Some dude that I know. And he was saying they burn his nose hair and yeah. his ear hair in the Turkish barber. I'm fascinated yeah. by that. My brother goes to that same barber. Maybe it was your brother then. Uh, you no, me. there's another person who goes to the same one. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't, yeah, big flame beside your face. Ear? Yeah. Uh, they love it. The lads love it because they get a beer. Well, they're getting that. Well, I, it's kind of not, it wasn't the most awkward situation ever, but I was away working uh, uh, down in the west of Ireland and I woke up in the middle of the night the day before I was meant to start the job and had a raging pain in my ear. Long story short, my eardrum burst on the pillow and the hotel were like, you've soiled the sheets, there's a 20 euro fine or whatever. I just found it very embarrassing, but it wasn't the worst but uh, and then I was telling a friend of ours and she was like they see way worse they'd see all the take take a blue light into that room and see what happens oh gross no thanks Uh, well yeah it couldn't have been the worst they wouldn't bring it up with you if it was the worst no they're not I can't imagine what people in hotel rooms have to deal with yeah Um, another one for me on a plane was when we were moving to Africa um, now I was I wasn't hysterical but I was pretty emotional and just anyway so we got on the plane it was going to Johannesburg and then on to Lilongwe. Um so it was a good 10 hour 
flight and we were in the middle of the middle so in the middle of four oh, gross. Um, anyway. that's where we were on the way home from San Francisco yeah anyway uh, <clears throat> ordered the f- uh, gin and tonic when the f- first thing and I hadn't had anything to drink the whole day and I knocked it over onto the guy beside me uh, and he didn't respond like an Irish person he was really annoyed um, and he was just like ah. Oh! I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. I then proceeded to get absolutely... <laughs> shit-faced. Absolutely shit-faced. I woke up with my tongue kind of stuck to the top of my mouth, like, wah. That's what you're going to say, in his ear. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> uh, and he wasn't beside me then at that stage, and I went to the loo and noticed that he was sitting in the air hostess's... Uh, oh, my God. Because yeah, you were like, oh, hey. Menace. Yeah, must have been. I can't remember what I had done because I'd gotten so hammered during the 10 hours. Oh my God, you must have been pretty bad. I was like, hey, what are you doing down here? It's just like, you, you <laughs> oh fucking my God. asshole. That's yeah, bad. awkward. So, but he had to come back then for the landing. I was like, hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> that is really awkward. I think the worst is when something awkward happens, but then you have to just stay in it. You have yeah. to just stay there like, and, and face the people yeah. and sweat and be red. Oh, it's awful. Um, yeah, I remember as well, one time, speaking of a confined space. And also when you're in a confined space, and we felt this today, you do just get kind of giddy, yeah. at, like manic. And I can't remember, it's convoluted, but basically I was meant to be going back to, to or starting a job. And there was a bit of um, toing and froing between me and somebody else getting the job and uh, doing the right deal and accepting it and whatever. And it was all in up in the air. And I was in town uh, with my friend Katie and uh, somebody else, some one of the people who would have been hiring me came into the shop and we, myself and Katie just like looked at each other and ran into a dressing room. It was a small like boutique and we just stood in the dressing room with that. We didn't even have clothes to try on. We just stood in the dressing room with the curtain Well, you pulled, didn't want like, to see her. Yeah. Her. <clears throat> and we could hear her outside chatting to the people. I was like, oh my God, what if she's waiting to try something on? Like, yeah. There's only one changing room and we don't even have anything to carry out. Anyway, she left. But we were just like laughing our asses off in the middle. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I feel like you fake do stuff all the time. I'm trying to think of an example, but... Um, or the, Another one for me is in work, like a lot of times with Viking stuff, you're underneath animal skins in the bow of a boat shouting at people, you know. Is it hotter than it is now? Uh, no, it's usually cold and raining. Okay. But uh, one time I was, there was this, I don't know what season it was, anyway, there was this big attack and the Vikings had these like platforms that housed about 30 or 40 people attached to their boats and they'd all be shooting arrows off them. So we only had one in real life to shoot um, and they had like, the cameras were on boats going around the, the picture boat that's on camera. So somebody had to be on that to, to shout like, now archers, fire, cock your bows, whatever it was. Lose your arrows. And they'd go through the motions, right? So the 40 people or whatever were on the boat. So myself and Kieran, who works when we were hiding under this passion, which is like a kind of a woven material. It's really dusty don't and stinks. patronising. I don't know, because how... I would never have heard of it before <laughs> I didn't. So anyway, we're underneath the Hessian so that when the cameras were shooting everything else, they couldn't see us. And I have a megaphone. I'm like, OK, loose your arrows! Whatever. <laughs> and like, there's blood flying everywhere as well. And like, muck as well. Um, part of it was we were the only people who weren't in costume there. So we had like 
blood to be squirting on people in between takes and whatever else and we just went mad we were in there it was sunny we were in there underneath the Hessian for like 10 hours and we called we ended up calling it the Hessianda like the Hacienda and we were just like I have videos of us and we're completely demented both of our hands are covered in fake blood um we're like looking out through the tiniest cracks and then trying to shout at people, specific people to move to their left or their right while the camera's rolling. And, and But it was it busy, 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 busy or was there times where you're like, how's it going? Every time, no, every time they called cut, it was like, oh, thank God, like let's have a breath because that stuff was disgusting. Yes. Yeah. Like belting hot in the sun and it was just, anyway. Um, or another time where I was underneath the animal hide and something fell on my head and I was on a boat and it was quite choppy and I couldn't tell whether I was dizzy or I was just on a boat. Yeah. I couldn't, I was like, and then most, a lot of the people, yeah, ended up calling me dizzy for the years to come. <laughs> Have you ever fought? You fall a lot, actually. I used to fall a lot more, actually, in work. And I think it was because I was just like constantly running. Um, and the medic would would be on our, on the radio in my ear all the time being like, I can see you and slow down, stop running. I'm but not didn't gonna... you mail yourself loads of times? Uh, that front, in front of the handsome man? Did you not that? get hit in your face or with a boat something? Yeah. That was the time where I didn't know if I was dizzy. The handsome man? Who's that? The guy who was who you all dropped your everything uh, you're carrying. Uh, yeah, but he his handsomeness had worn off by then. Um, but, but how do you deal with... Like you, I think you fell over a log once or and then you got hit in the face, but... And you just go, hey, fine! Yeah. You have to. It's really embarrassing. Why um, is it so embarrassing? Oh, it's just like... I I mean, if I trip or stumble, I feel like I'm sick. I'm mm. so embarrassed. Yeah. Well, for me, like, the last time I fell in work now was in a big hall scene of, like, 400 extras. And I'm literally, like, standing up on a stage going, okay, guys, when he says this, you all cheer or you all, whatever, raise your glasses. And they're all, so they're all, like, attend, like, their attention is all on me and I'm like, okay, thanks. And then I go to like walk down the thing and fall over and they're all just like, some of them are laughing, some of them are like, <laughs> it goes back to the get inside me story. Um, but, you know, do you remember that story? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's a pity that we all feel so awkward when we do. Um, my brother twice has absolutely milled, like milled himself in a gla- like with glass doors. <laughs> <laughs> like he nearly I don't know if he nearly broke his nose once he I've just... done that and I find it funny myself after I do it it's just like wink I did it I've never smashed them has he, or when has he smashed them no <laughs> it, it's also that you get really cranky when you hit your head or you're you know yeah. and everybody else is just taking the absolute piss Yeah. but I'm a great one for the trying to pull a door when it's bush or so standing there for five minutes, you like, Oh yeah. How do you open this door? Yeah. Have you ever gotten into the wrong car? I didn't ever succeeded. I've definitely tried, but have you succeeded to get into yeah, the Yeah, I got car? into it because my car is a silver polo, so like, come on. Um I've done it loads of times. And obviously people with silver polos don't lock their cars, but the worst time ever was when there was an old elderly lady in the back of the car. <laughs> And I was getting coffee where I in my local coffee place, and there's maybe six spaces in front of three or four shop fronts. So like, I, if I go there every day, you know, I could park anywhere. Uh, and I just was like doing other things, whatever. Got in, like sat into the car, put my coffee in the 
cup holder and then I went I was like oh my seat's too far out whatever I was probably only in there for about four seconds and then I went to look look in the mirror as a kind of checkpoint as you do and I could just see this woman in the back looking at me and instead of going oh I'm sorry I got into the wrong car I just like picked up my stuff and got out again (laughs) she didn't say anything to you no she probably thought she was being kidnapped. And then another time I di- I was trying to get get into the car like and I'd all my shopping because I hadn't brought my shopping bag and there was somebody sitting in it. Like, I didn't even notice there was a driver sitting in it. I was like fumbling at the door. Oh, was that your car? No. No. There's the, a driver in it. I was trying to get in the driver's side. <laughs> Are you like pulling at the <laughs> thing? I was tra- trying door. to find my keys I think or... balancing on my shopping I hadn't pulled at the door yet. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> That is awkward, yeah. And my just my reaction as well, like to not say anything. Yeah, That's, silently move on. Yeah. Um, the worst awkward thing, I think. And when you're a kid, it's if you're in a friend's house and their parents are giving out to them or they're fighting. Okay. But as an adult, if a couple start fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is savage. I mean, do you chime in and make light of the no, argument? No, because those couples, they do it so... They just do it all the time. So there's no, I think if you, if you know a couple and they're normally normal or, yeah, and and then they suddenly have a fight, that's savage. But, yeah. and you could probably try to be like, ha, 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 ha. but when the couples always fight, there's nothing you can do about it. Like but, John and Mary and Father Dad. Yeah. Um, we had neighbours like that in Tanzania and they would just scream at each other. Like they'd get into a massive row about, um, and just like, but it wasn't awkward to them at all because mm. that was just the normal way that they talked to each other. Yeah. But um, yeah, a friend of ours, we were out in town and uh, he offered me a lift home because we both live in the north side. And I was like, oh, no, well, uh, I was like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then, first of all, he made me sit in the back. Like the car was just a two door. So I had to like climb into the back, which I thought was... But anyway, as soon as the door closed, it was his girlfriend who picked him up. As soon as he closed the door, she started eat, eating him about how dare he call her to come into town to pick him up at one o'clock in the morning. And for 25 minutes, she just, just the two of them were fighting and I'm in the back of the car like, I wish mommy and daddy would stop fighting. And I was furious with him for offering me a lift when, and he was just being like, Hey, you okay? To me in the back. Yeah, fine. I was like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> and then at the end, they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> and when they drop me off, I was like, okay. Bastards. Do you think I can't hear you? Do you pretend like you can't hear them? Be like, oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. What? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Uh, but <sighs> there's lots of conversations that you overhear that you... I wish you hadn't. Or you get into a conversation and you're like, what am I doing in this conversation? Eject, abort, like, get me out of here. Can you think of one? Uh, yeah, so I was in down in Ardmore Studios one time and there was a couple of different productions going on. I don't know what I was doing. I was probably just having a breather. And I am a person that would salute a single magpie. Okay. I say, morning, Jack, and tip my head. Jack? Yeah, morning, Jack. And Is that was, a thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, salute them for respect so that they're one for sorrow thing doesn't why, curse why you Jack forever. Though? Don't know. Jackdaw? Don't know. What's anyway. a jackdaw? Is that a bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me finish yeah, your story. Yeah, get on with your story. So, I can't remember it now. <laughs> um, so I did that morning jack and tipped the, my head and this guy came over 
And he obviously thought that I had called him over. And he was like, Kaya, you okay? I was like, yeah. Are you? And then I started talking to him because I thought he, so he, oh, he saw me go, come here. Jack. Come here. Yeah. And he was like, you okay? Yes, yeah. And he goes, uh, okay. Uh, and I was like, are you working on whatever it was? And he was like, no. <laughs> and it just, I, then I realized what had happened. And I said, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't calling you. I was, there's a magpie. And then he looked for the magpie, of course, which wasn't there. And again, was probably like, I'd never heard of saluting a magpie. Yeah, that was awkward. Um, actually, one of one of my top awkward things was back in the day of landlines, pre-mobile. Um, my, I would obviously ring Jess on her landline. She was living with her dad. Um, we didn't know each other that well. Did we not? Well, I don't think so. Go on anyway. Anyway, so my phone rang like at home at, was it after 11 or something like that? And I rang and it was Jess's dad. And I was like, you Can okay? I interject? Yeah. So my dad was working at his study at home and he went to make a phone call. Oh, you're ruining the story now. Okay, carry on then. <laughs> Try uh, I was like, you okay? He's like, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. I said, is, is Jess okay? Yeah. And then I went through all of Jess's siblings because I was living close to where they were and I was just trying to coach him to tell me what he needed from me yeah yeah and how's this yeah yeah and then after about 15 minutes he said listen Kira uh, Jess isn't here so um, I'll just I'll tell her you called she's gone to bed yeah I was like you'll tell her I called you called me Um, so he thought I was being a dickhead calling at 25 past 11 to have the chats and I I think he woke you up so you sounded a bit like off because he the next morning then to me he was like Kira she a bit lonely <laughs> sounded like she was upset last night um, so as Jess was saying he- sorry so he had picked up the phone to make a call and then realised it was too late but he pressed two or three digits and whatever redial. way he yeah it real redial so the phone that was beside him rang and when he picked it up it had redialed yeah and uh, so another hilarious one was my poor, my poor dad I should pretend it's about somebody else so my dad uh, ha, was ordering a taxi to go to the airport to go away on holidays and he wanted the cab to pick him up at like half four in the morning on a Monday say and uh, let's say that the hackney the local hackney guy was called Philip um, and my brother also had a friend called Philip who my dad wouldn't, I don't know how my dad even had his number, but he wouldn't have been in touch with them in the last five years. And so he rang the wrong Philip and said, Hiya, it's Mr. Wheelahan. Um, just wondering if you could do us a favour and bring us to the airport on Monday morning at blah, blah, blah. So my brother's friend, Philip, was like, absolutely, yeah, whatever you need. I think he must have thought there was some sort of a problem or... Like I thought when the phone rang and I thought, yeah. is everyone okay? And before he realised what was going on, he had agreed to um, give Dad a lift to the airport. And Dad didn't realise, he just thought it was the hackney and it was totally normal. So he was just <laughs> carrying on completely normal. And then, it's like four o'clock in the morning, probably dark, um, they got into the car and... I like dad didn't even notice. Did and he, he, he had like a nice smirk or whatever, this guy. 
and he lived on the set, the other side of the city as well. So he'd like driven all the way over to collect my dad. <laughs> like he'd be, he this my brother was like in his forties at this stage. It wasn't like he was you know young. Oh, maybe that's a bit offensive, but anyway, uh, <laughs> should have known better. And dad was like halfway to the airport and then started looking at the guy in the rearview mirror and was like... Oh, was the guy chatting to him? Like, how? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he, like the Hackney guy probably would have been chatting to I him about like my brother and whatever. Um, and they probably weren't chatting a whole lot if it was that early in the morning. But your dad got in the back. Dad got in the back, yeah. Yeah, so your man's sitting there with nobody beside him. I th- you know, Yeah. <laughs> And he was looking at him in the in the rearview mirror then and was like, hang on a second. <laughs> and uh, I think he realised at the airport, but just, did, and there was an awkward, yeah. like, I don't know what happened about paying him. Did you try him. and pay him? I think he probably did. <laughs> so is it more embarrassing no, if he paid him or didn't pay him? Oh, both would just be savage. It would, <laughs> if he didn't pay him. And then he was just so embarrassed. And then he told the story like three months later. To, not even to my brother whose friend it was but like to the rest of us and we were like you have to acknowledge that you can't just sit, like tell him what happened I'd say your man just thinks oh well but did your man not ring no. your brother and say is your dad okay but you didn't either when you had that weird phone call with him I'm pretty sure I would have said to you the next day had an interesting chat with your dad at half eleven <laughs> oh I don't know your dad thinks I'm a dickhead. Uh, another one. So in the way that that guy, that guy taking that phone call was just like, what's going on? And before he knew it, he'd said, yeah, I'll pick you up and bring you to the airport. I was in school. When I was in school, I we were away on a camping trip and uh, at about, I don't know, six in the morning, whatever, getting up time, I was asleep. One of the teachers came in and woke me up and said something to me. <laughs> and I didn't understand. I you was just like tent. getting up and rubbing my eyes, whatever. Yeah. And she then took her top off and like faced her back to we- to me and started opening her bra. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And then she handed me like a dressing. And what it was, was that she had had moles removed from her back. And she said, look, I'm, I'm spit stuck. Would you mind putting the dressing on my back? And I was just like, okay. And then the next Gross. thing I knew, I was like, yeah. But I was just like, what is happening? What is she doing? <laughs> I was about 15 or 16 and then I put the thing on her back and I was like, that was weird. It would have been weird in all circumstances, even if she had said to you the night before, fully clothed, can you change my dressing tomorrow? You're like, yes, miss. Yeah. Like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sort it out yourself. Know. I don't know. Oh, my God. So um, and, and then I was, t- I was talking to a friend earlier who reminded me of that story and I was saying, you know, and there's so many instances where I find myself in such awkward situations and I was like can you think of any like because I feel like you would have been there for a lot of them and she said well anytime we go to the cinema really and the cinema is another thing where you're stuck beside somebody yeah. like <clears throat> I remember getting stuck beside somebody who was bawling crying and because of the film yeah and I was in, and on my own and it was a film about like the Princess Diana one what uh, yeah I just went to see it like in an afternoon on my own the Princess Diana one do you remember ages? It was called the Queen. Sorry, that just speaks volumes. Well, I don't know. Anyway, um, she was bawling, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." And I, she was like, "Yeah, I just want to have a cry." Like that's the thing that people do—they just go to the cinema for a cry. Oh right. Um, I would never ask somebody in the cinema if they're okay. But Honestly. then, following that, uh, there was one time in UCI where we were getting queuing up to get when it was UCI queuing up to get ice cream. And the guy behind the uh, ice cream counter obviously had a 
pretty short fuse. Was he the one who had Thunderpants? Thunder yeah. Yeah, at the time they... So I didn't know that when <laughs> I saw Thunderpants. I was like, what's the story with your... Uh, so they had to pick their favourite film and that would be their kind of nickname. And his was Thunderpants, but it was definitely an icebreaker. So his badge just said like Brian Thunderpants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and anyway, got queued up in the queue. It was a really busy day and said, um, what would you like? And I said, oh, could I have a scoop of vanilla, please? And he put it in the little rack on the top thing. And he was like, look at that. That is the best scoop I've ever done. Look at that. <laughs> and everyone was kind of clapping and whatever. And then uh, I was like, and cookie dough. And then he went to get the cookie dough and was like, followed by the worst scoop ever. And <laughs> like rage. threw the thing on the ground, ruined the best scoop ever. And we were like, no, no, it's a lovely scoop. And then he like, they just came and took him away. Um, but he had a total tantrum. And everyone else in the queue was like, is he going to be okay? Yeah. Um, so that was So no idea. ice cream for us? No, I can't remember what happened. Probably got a free ice cream. Remember the time in... in San <laughs> wherever, yeah. Jose, was it? I don't know where it was. Everything that happened when we were in America was awkward. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, we were in getting ice cream and I got my 4,000 calorie ice cream and you decided to get yogurt and then got a lecture from the guy about how frozen yogurt was... Really worse for you than ice cream. Yeah. Uh, another awkward story from San Francisco was we were out, we had this mad landlady and... Uh, she was mad. We've spoken about her before in our travel episode, I think. Um, but we went out anyway. And so she, we rented the studio apartment that was maybe twice the size of this studio. I'm using air quotes that we're in at the moment. Uh, and it was like her city pad. And anyway, she said she had this uh, partner who was Japanese and he used to like to walk around Japantown at nighttime. Uh, and anyway, she'd been up to visit a couple of times. Anyway, we were out on the piss with a friend of ours. and Illegally, because you were not <coughs> yet 21. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we came back hammered. I think, was it exam results or something? Yeah, it could probably have been. not, because I've probably failed all my no, exams. No, I remember you, got, you passed your exam. Maybe it was. We, we were hammered anyway. And we got back and we were laughing about this landlady and slagging her off and everything else. And unbeknownst to us, she was gone inside No, she left a note on the door. Yeah, but she was in there. I so know, she, but you were like... Bleh! So I was reading the note in as her because you like, thought it would be hi ladies <laughs> I and then I was like hi ladies hope you had a lovely day I'm waiting inside and then I got to like oh <laughs> shit and <laughs> then she was obviously able to hear us taking the piss out of her yeah outside. so she just let herself in and was hanging Sitting out because she was waiting for her partner who does night walks yeah and we all had to wait then because we yeah, couldn't ha, because the like, bed came out of the wall yeah <laughs> uh, and she was probably not impressed with us being on the piss yeah, that's true. That was gas. Um, yeah. Mm, right, best friends now, let me see. Um, speaking of the lying one, I, I've done about three of those lies since yeah. our last conversation. Lying? Yeah. Where I've gone, oh, I can't do that because I'm going on holidays and then I'm doing this and I've have met you? the person and then I've been like, so where are you going on your holidays? Oh, yeah. And then they've been like, well, we'll have to meet up and hear about your holiday afterwards. I'm like, do they know I'm lying? Why? I thought you were getting good at... I know, I was getting good. I uh, 
Well, somebody called me Sinead all week and I couldn't say it to her. I couldn't be like, sorry, my name is not Sinead. Sorry. No, not sorry. Excuse me. Uh, so I had to get somebody else, another colleague. I said, she's calling me Sinead. Can you sort out? Um, yeah. So. I wonder how she got Sinead. I do that sometimes, though. I just give people names that I think they will have. And you just keep going. Yeah. I just don't call anybody anything. Or just call them all Paul because that's I the most do common that in name. I work with extras. I just, go just call them Paul? sir. No, I'll just be like, because I'm literally like, you sir, will you come over here? I don't know <laughs> what I call the girls. Better with the girls. Um, the guy came up to me in the pub the other night. That was kind of awkward. And, uh, and he was like, Jess, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. And he had a beard, but he wasn't like the classic... Viking looking guy. He was kind of hipster, trimmed beard, whatever. And he was like, I won't bother you. Sorry to bother you. Um, but I just want to say thank you so much for everything. You're brilliant. You do an amazing job. No matter what everyone else says. Like, <laughs> what does everyone else say? He's like, no, no, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean it like that. So the whole night then I was like, what the fuck does everyone else say? Um, so that was They funny. all say you're a massive bitch, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, that was that awkward? The massive bitch thing. Yeah. Do you know, it was funny, like, so um, that was, I don't know if we've told the story before, but we were at the bar. I was at the bar at a rap party and a colleague who I didn't know that well, usually at rap parties, everyone's drunk and they're like, I love you, you're amazing. I've never had the time to tell you this, but like, you're brilliant and whatever. It's all like drunken, false love. Or, you know, they'll tell you what they really think. This guy came up to me and I'd had probably had like three or four of those conversations. So it's like, oh, everybody's great. I love how everyone I work with. And he, I was like, hiya. And he goes, um, tell me, when you wake up in the morning, do you look in the mirror and say, I want to be a massive bitch today? <laughs> and I was just like, what? And Did you know who he was? I knew him. Yeah, I didn't know him. Well, I don't think I knew his name. I think he knew my name and that was probably the start of the issue. Oh, right. Um, but it was kind of in a flirty way. It was like... When I, obviously I wasn't flirting with him but he was like what does your boyfriend think what do you mean about? obviously you weren't flirting with him <laughs> because I was so taken aback anyway uh, and then I was like yeah I was shocked and I stupid I was had a few drinks on board as well. I stupidly told like my friends and then they all got into a big thing with him but um, but it was weird and then like a year later he wasn't somebody that would work like in the crew every day so I wouldn't have seen him on set every day in my job and then a year later he kind of transferred to be on set all the time oh God. and we never You've acknowledged it it was just like oh yeah yeah Grant <laughs> now he's got a reputation for that kind of thing but and I stupidly told all my colleagues who are still like stop being a massive bitch yeah and they just send me the like the poodle emoji <laughs> in text messages um, but yeah that was kind of awkward but like it's weird like uh, we found we coined this term on on Vikings about some of the time it's with actors or, or crew members who are just being dicks. Uh, and it's called Fremdsham. And it's the act of being embarrassed on somebody else's behalf. Okay. And I find that a lot where I'm like, oh my God, I'm an adult. You're an adult even. You know, behave like it. Like, I'm embarrassed that people like you exist. Oh. It sounds very high horsey when I say it like that. But you know what I mean? Where somebody's kicking up a stink about something and you're just like, can't believe you're... Having a tantrum about this. Friend sham. Friend. Friend sham. F R E M D S C H A M. The spelling it is not helping. <laughs> what the hell does it mean? Friend sham. But what, like, what does it 
Google it there. It means being embarrassed. Oh, so you embarrassment on behalf of somebody else. No. Oh, right. So I thought you meant you'd coined. This is getting awkward now. Um, Orchid. Something that's awkward for me a lot is when I make bad <sighs> pun jokes and nobody laughs. Is it awkward for you? I think it's more awkward for us. No. The rest of the population. Like if I, if it depends if it's people that I know well. If it's like at a dinner party and nobody gets it. There's nobody there I know well and I'm just like, I go red. <laughs> and nobody even knows it that it's happened. You. No, I know I can't. It's involuntary. <laughs> uh, and did you ever like accidentally? I don't know. I've got a good one. Yeah. So my brothers were ice skating with their kids in a very small ice rink in town somewhere, and they were putting on their boots. So one brother was sitting with his back to the other brother, bent over, lacing up his boots, and the other brother was putting his boots on. And he finished putting his boots on, and he looked over to the other brother, and who who was like bent over over his boots, and saw that his boxers were showing, and went, Wedgie! Wedgie! Uh... Except the other brother had since gotten up and walked away, so it was like a <laughs> random man. Really? Yeah. And did he go to punch him? Uh, he said he was like bright red, and my brother's wife ran over him and was like, he thought you were... Cause, so the rest of the family were all like 10 paces away and could see it. <laughs> and my brother said as he did it, he saw who that he thought he him. was wedging, like standing over the other side of the thing. And it was a guy in like a much younger guy, like in his early 20s. And he said your mom was like purple in the face. Yeah. And just like, what the you fuck? Could, you would... <laughs> And his wife ran over and was like, misunderstanding. He thought it was his brother. So sorry. Are you okay? And the guy was like literally trying to like pull his boxers out of his, yeah, like just. And then then, uh, the ice rink was about like 10 metres by 10 metres. And it was an hour long session. So they all had to like skate around together. (laughs) That's brilliant. That is a good one, yeah. And that that brother actually, speaking of another one, he's bald. And he... um, he uh, used to do this thing with his son when his son was two or three and starting to get a bit more grown up. He'd go, I'm a baby. I'm a little baby. And be like pretending to be the baby and the son would be minding him as if he was a baby or whatever. Okay. Uh, and this, he thought it was hilarious. The son, who's three, let's say. And then one day, uh, he works from home. One day he was waiting for his wife and his son to come home and... Um, <laughs> He heard them in the driveway or whatever and he decided to go out and greet them but he opened the door ajar, lay on the ground okay. <laughs> sucking his thumb and was like, I'm a baby, I'm a little baby. Thinking he would like crack up his son but it was a woman selling the big issue and the door just like, <laughs> the door just creaked open and she just like looked down and was like turned around and left. Uh, and then, yeah, and then his wife and son got home and he was like mortified and hiding out in a back room in the house, just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, we should have got him in. I'd say he has thousands of uh, awkward stories. Yeah, there's a few. Um, I'm trying to think now. I don't I don't want to incriminate yeah. people. But... but do you remember even when you were a kid or, and you, you know, well, either in class calling the teacher mummy or, or when you're out. Hugging the wrong yeah, leg. Yeah. yeah, that's awful. I'd I've done that a couple shame. of times where I did that the other night. It's you terrible. Somebody's when, leg. Do you know when you're used to being out with your partner, and you are? I am like I hate to admit that I'm like a little bit touchy feely. Like I don't like to not be touching. If you're sitting beside what? each other, yeah, I know it's hard and it's horrible. Um, you don't like to not be touching. Just to like have a leg or a bit of an arm, or Jesus you know. Christ, God, remind <laughs> me not to go out with you guys. Well, I don't do it because I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. But like you know, 
after a couple of glasses of wine or whatever. But I had like my boyfriend on one side and a male friend on the other and I just put my hand on the wrong knee and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I actually don't even, he's a friend who I could laugh about it with but I didn't even, I just pretended like I meant to put my hand on the edge of the chair and didn't. I was like, oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that takes me to another thing because obviously I'd never want to make, I wouldn't be like snogging in front of other people and I never want to make anyone uncomfortable. But... Do you remember the time we went to the cinema and there was this, there was this, we were in like Costa Coffee or whatever before the cinema. Again, cinema, awkwardness. And there was a few kids who were about, I don't know, 13 or 14. Yeah. And the, the there was two girls and a boy, was mm. it? Uh, two boys and a girl. Okay. And the boy, one boy and girl were a couple and they were like, I hate the expression, but wearing the face off each they other. They were comically, like, it, one of the, I car wash, like. Blah, blah. Yeah, it was like all tongue and all just. Ah! <laughs> like the girl was kind of just bending like, backwards like she's and the he's kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they had another male friend sitting at the table with them just, yeah. on his phone it was just like and I, like even for us we were at a separate table the other side of the cafe but it was still like oh my god I can't stop looking at that sa- but it's sound horrific effects. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the poor friend oh, uh, why didn't he just go home because like we have we, I there's there are people like that who'll be like all over each other, and I'm I do always slag them off if they do that couples like kissing and. Well, of. I'm gonna slag you off. With your no, well, I won't do it though. I keep it in check most of the time. It's just, mm. you know, I don't know. I'm people all, kissing them like cuddly. kissing up and down their each other's arms and stuff. And I'm, like, I'm trying to eat my dinner. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Or uh, I would be doing that. Like, I don't know. On. No, I wouldn't do any sort of kissing in public. Yeah, holding hands while other people are trying to be. I think that's fine. Unless it's like one other person on their own. Not like make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But like a hand on somebody's leg or. Yeah, you're just rubbing it in everybody's faces. No. Just being possessive just in case somebody else. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. entirely what it is. All right, interesting. I'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> I'll be like, you're making me feel no, awkward. No, it's not like touchy feely in a way okay. that. Okay, stop yeah. being so defensive. Okay. Just fine. Keep an eye on it. Um, well, we'd love to hear your stories about awkwardness. Uh, I feel like less hot than when we started. Do you know, like the world could have ended outside. We wouldn't know. Oh no! Oh, there's something making noise. Soundproof. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, we left the door ajar because it is. Boiling. But we are also not sure whether this recorded. Um, so if it did, bonus. Woohoo. Yeah. Uh, so we will be back we next will week. Be back. Yeah. Um, yeah, please get in touch with us on all of the socials Instagram, Storybook Podcast, Storybook podcast at gmail.com we have a Facebook page we would love to hear your awkward stories and if you want to email them to us and be anonymous uh, that's cool too I mean obviously we'll know who you are but we won't um, reveal your identity yeah so okay uh, thanks for listening once more bye Neocast Nearcast, your community podcast network. Listen to podcasts about society, people, poetry, board games, and many other topics. Subscribe to a program today. 
Learn more at nearcast.ie and find out how you can get involved.